interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Welcome to the 2023 Dakar Rally Edition of the Chasing Waypoints Podcast. Bringing you daily updates as competitors take on over 5,000 miles in 15 days across the Arabian Peninsula. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any updates. And if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Waypoints for more updates and news from the bivouac. That being said, let's get to it. All right, what is going on, guys? Good morning. It is the Stage 9 results show of the 2023 Dakar Rally. So bright and early in the morning, 6.30, 4 a.m. to be exact here on the Pacific Coast. A rainy Pacific Coast, that is. Oh, man. Not the news I was hoping to wake up to, but we're we're going to take it. We're taking it in good stride. I think uh, the attitudes are correct. I think we have got uh, some we've got some work to do. But man, we are getting ever so close. So five stages as of yesterday. We are now down to four stages left. 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, my math was wrong. All right, five more stages. Five more stages to go. It's too early for this. Or maybe not. I've been up since 3 a.m., so this is a little bit uh, already caffeinated. Uh, having a, This brought to you by cold brew and some kind of protein shake, but, you know, whatever. All right, anyway, let's get to it, man. God, wake up. All right, six. What is it right now? Oh, slow start to the show. Jeez, come on. I'm doing all of these different things here. Let's see here. Pa, 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 pa. All right, 6.36 in the morning. This stage, 686 kilometers for stage number nine of the 2023 Dakar Rally. So if you guys heard the stage rundown yesterday, you know what we're into. But 10% dunes or 10% sand, 65% dirt, and 16% dunes is what these guys were up against today with only 359 kilometers racing. So roughly about... A little over half of the total stage was actual racing time. So a bit of a tricky stage. From my understanding, there was a couple of uh, waypoints or waypoint early on that was a little bit difficult and caught a few people off guard. Uh, That would explain the mix-up in some of the running order. But uh, let's take a look right now at what this stage looks like. And this was an absolute... I think this was a fast stage because for Luciano Benavides, the stage winner on the Husqvarna factory racing bike to have done it in three hours, 18 minutes and 44 seconds, 358 kilometers. Uh, That is uh, 100 kilometers an hour plus some, a little less some. So very, very high average speed is what I'm thinking on this one. Uh, Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike finished one minute and two seconds back. Skylar Howes on the Husqvarna factory racing bike. Finishing third, two minutes and 57 seconds back. And then on the BAS World KTM racing team to Sharina from Sharina? Sharina? 
Four minutes, 53 seconds back with Dumoter on the Team Dumoter racing bike. Six minutes and 10 seconds. Nacho Cornejo in the number six spot on the Monster Energy Honda team, finishing six minutes and 12 seconds back. Then Kevin Benavides on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike. Seven minutes and 53 seconds. And then Dakar rookie Mullick on the HT Rally Raid Husqvarna racing bike. Eight minutes and 46 seconds back. Top 10 finish for that rookie. And then Michek on the Orion Moto Racing Group, finishing 9 minutes 58 seconds back, followed by Fukami on the Hero Motorsports Team Rally Bike, 10 minutes and 7 seconds back. Luciano Centellino in the 11th spot. Sherco Factory, 13 minutes and 13 seconds back. So that was your top 11. We did plus one there. But let's take a look down the line here because, again, there was some mix-up. There was some stuff going down early in the stage. Uh, Aiden Van Beveren finishing up 14th on the Monster Energy Honda team, 15 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, let's see here. Quintanilla, 18th Monster Energy Honda team, 18 minutes and 36 seconds back. Uh, teammate to Mason Klein on the BAS World KTM racing team, Lucci, uh, finishing 19 minutes and 37 seconds back. Daniel Sanders in the 20th spot, Red Bull Gas Gas Factory Racing, 19 minutes and 41 seconds back. Uh, then we look at Mason Klein, 22nd on the BAS World KTM Racing Team, 21 minutes and 26 seconds back. So a little bit further back, but from my understanding, there was a mechanical with the bike. Uh, there was a quote floating around uh, that there was an issue with the roadbook early on, his roadbook holder probably uh, not staying in its place. And obviously that makes it very hard because if you've got to drop down, check the note and then come right back up to where you need to be. Um, it is not an easy thing to do. So, and it's much worse when it's moving around and flopping around on you. That is definitely not going to help. So, uh, all right. So that was Mason Klein finishing 22nd, 21 minutes back. Uh, Jacob, are you bright? 24th. Nice on the dust rally team, 21 minutes and 38 seconds back. And uh, let's take a look. Let's see who else we got. Yeah. See, we got Matthias Walkner all the way down in 27, 24 minutes back. Ross branch. Uh, 25 minutes back. Davisi in the 29th spot. 26.58 back. So definitely some changing going on. Um, you know, that's a, a tough break for Mason. That's not where we wanted to see him. We wanted to see him much closer to the top. Uh, but, you know, we're going to roll with the punches. Bam! Just like that. Let's switch over to the original by Motools category. Originals by Motul. Yeah pronounce that correctly all right more taking the win on that one three hours 52 minutes and 37 seconds and then pataro in the number two spot five minutes and 55 seconds back vega in three spot eight minutes and four back babiska fourth 13 minutes and seven seconds back marsic fifth finishing 17 minutes and 28 seconds back gatus on the happiest happiness racing Igota moto 22 minutes and 47 seconds back and then none other than Paul Neff on the American Rally Originals bike, finishing 33 minutes and 44 seconds back. That is a top 10 finish in the category for Paul Neff. If you guys didn't check it out, check out the American Rally Originals uh, Facebook. We posted a video yesterday that Red Bull did and highlighted some of uh, some of his challenges. It, it starts and it talks about a little bit about the American Rally Originals team, uh, but then it also goes in and covers some of uh, Paul Neff's story uh, from that and teammate on that one. So... Uh, Peter Belchek, ninth, 42 minutes and 54 seconds back. And then let's see, Mo Hart finishing 15th, 
two hours, eight minutes and 32 seconds back. So it has been a lot of long days for Mo Hart, but I saw an update from him yesterday uh, and he seems pretty good. I think he's just taking his stride. He's taking every bit of finishing every stage very, very seriously and going to make that happen. So I'm happy to see that he is still rolling along and making things happen and enjoying uh, enjoying the ride out in Saudi. So, okay, so those were our stage results. Let's see, what does it look like on the stage results here? Let's go back. All right. Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, so here we go. So standings after stage number nine, and we're going to go ahead and call these provisional because it is still pretty early over in uh, in Saudi. It is currently, if it is 6.42 a.m. on the Pacific Coast, right now it is 5.42 p.m., in Saudi Arabia. So I am sure there may still be some changes or there's still some room for changes if they need to be done. I am sure the organization is wor- working on that as well. So after nine stages of the 2023 Dakar rally, Skylar Howes remains your overall leader on the Husqvarna factory racing bike with nine hours, 55 minutes and 57 seconds. See, that is not correct. Why you, you figure I would, you know, check this a little bit better, but Let's see here. Why does it not update the way that I like it to? We want. Let's see. So let's go with this because this is kind of a weird like it's not updating in a correct manner, but I'm seeing Skylar House up top with Toby Price in the number two spot on the Red Bull KTM factory racing bike with three seconds advantage. For Skylar House. So just three seconds are separating the top two right now at the Dakar after stage number nine. That is what it shows here. Again, I think total times will be coming soon. Let's see if we can. I'm going to switch over to the app here. Sorry, guys. I do this live, you know, programming the shows and all that stuff is not kind of my thing. I like just jumping on the microphone and uh, and talking with you guys. Keep the show a little bit more loose. It doesn't sound also pre-programmed and like blah, 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 blah. So. That is what I'm thinking. No, I am seeing the same thing on the app right now. So my guess is that these guys are calculating the results and are not releasing that. Let's see. Yes, I know that is the but what I want. We're looking at now. We, we're switching over to the uh, the iPhone. Let's see. View more standings. That is just giving us the latest rankings. And yeah, see, no, uh, no total time. Well, let's see this one. It's kind of tricky trying to get the right, uh, getting it to show you the right thing here. Let's see. All right. We're just going to go with that one. So right now I'll probably bring this uh, to you guys later. So we'll do the stage recap as well, because I see that the stage 10, uh, information has been posted. So I will get another show out a little later today. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about all of this stuff. So let's see here. Okay, so right now what it looks like, Skylar Howes on the Husqvarna Factory Racing leading the way uh, with three seconds ahead of Toby Price on the Red Bull KTM Factory Racing bike. Then it is Kevin Benavidez, Red Bull KTM Factory Racing finish with five minutes and nine seconds back. Uh, Adrian Van Beveren in the number four spot on the Monster Energy Honda team, 15 back. Then Pablo Quintanilla on the Monster Energy Honda team. He is 18 minutes back. Mason Klein, sixth on BAS World KTM Racing team. He is 18 minutes back. So this is interesting here. He lost 21. 
on today's stage, but is actually only 18 minutes back. So how does the math work on that one? Well, that means that everybody up above him had a little bit tougher of a go and he actually ended up making up time on the overall or not losing as much as he thought he was going to lose. So 18 minute deficit as how they are running right now. I mean, he's 20 seconds off of Quintanilla for fifth. And then as they are running right now, going into the next stage, I already saw the breakdown. I think that he is going to be in a really good spot uh, to help him navigate. Now, something that's interesting about the dunes and navigating, I think dune navigation is very hard because they don't typically, it's kind of hard to describe a waypoint. So you get a lot of HP or uh, horse piece or OP off piece. So there's no like, there is generally no track to follow organically, you know, that's set by the locals. That's, you know, a popular trail, any of that kind of stuff. You know, you kind of pick a heading. Uh, it helps guide you through the dunes. I mean, it's like an Etch-A-Sketch. You know, you could you can pre-run them or, or set up the stage, you know, several months in advance, but then you're going to come back to it and the dunes will have changed. So it's definitely a more challenging ride uh, to navigate them. With somebody like Mason that can open and navigate very well, uh, it's good. And then not only all, also there's a second advantage in the dunes. And the advantage I think that in the dunes is, is that when you get into some of these big, huge rolling dunes and stuff like that, you can see the lines of previous competitors. Now, it's not about following the line necessarily, but it's something that to me is intimidating about the dunes is you could literally get to the top of this dune and it's literally a wall straight down. Uh, on the other side. So we did see that uh, several years ago uh, with Garrett Boucher uh, having an accident coming off of one of those dunes. Uh, I did see a few others that did also have the same thing where it was just kind of a, a launch off of a dune into flat. And, you know, WP, the suspension is absolutely dialed for these bikes. They go through a lot to be able to ride these bikes fast for a long period of time. But you know, a, a 300 pound bike with a 180 pound or 200 pound rider is still a 300 pound bike with a 200 pound rider, no matter what. And that eventually is going to win when it comes to these drop offs. So it could be a little bit tricky, but I think one of the advantages in the dunes of starting just a little bit further back is, is that you have tracks that you can follow and you can see if they checked up uh, before the top of it. Like, you know, I've, if you watch some of the videos closely of uh, how they get into or how they do the dunes like you'll see where they get up to the top of the dune and then they just kind of shred it and then sight it and then just fold the bike over into it if if it can be done or if not they're already on the line to be able to continue up and around it so we'll talk a little bit more about it in the stage breakdown but i think that that is going to be an advantage being a little bit uh, a little bit further back starting a little further back for the next stage Luciano Benavides on the Husqvarna factory racing bike is 21 minutes back Nacho Cornejo in the number eight spot monster energy honda 22 minutes and 47 seconds back. Daniel Sanders on the Red Bull Gas Gas Factory. 23 minutes and 47 seconds back. And then let's see Santolino on the Sherco Factory. He is 40 minutes and 38 seconds back. So now we're starting to see those gaps. Now we've got a, a healthy top 10 with a lot of separation in them uh, after the stage. But again, we still, I mean, since I'm not able to see the results like cleanly, I'm guessing that they, you know, they're still calculating. They're still working on that. We'll look for the organization to uh, release those results. And then we will get a, uh, a show going on that one and talk a little bit more about the standings. So 
that is what it looks like right now. Let's see if uh, there is no there. Just double checking the work here, making sure we're we're on point. Okay, that is stage number nine results at the moment. Let's see what we have got here. 2022 finished ninth in the rookie in the rally GP class in the general standings. Yeah. So leading coming down. So, you know, Mason's definitely putting in the work. Um, let's see if we have uh, let's see, we have a quote from him here. Okay. So starting this morning, this is a quote from the Dakar app. Uh, let's see. Mason Klein was joint second with Kevin Benavides this morning, but lost his roadbook at the beginning of the special after a fall. He fell again at the end of the special after hitting Ross Branch, according to him. Uh, the American drops down to sixth place in the general rankings, 18 minutes and 42 seconds back. Uh, the quote here, I don't really know how I think I crashed somewhere near 300 kilometers. Uh, I just kind of don't remember what happened. I remember that I ran into someone. I think it was Ross. I think we came together. It's just my arm that kind of hurts. So we've wrapped it up. My roadbook fell out of my vest at the beginning of the race for the second half. I uh, for the second half. Okay, so he lost. So if the roadbook was split into two, so this is this is a gnarly sized roadbook. The second half of the roadbook that he needed for the stage was missing. Uh, and then from there, let's see. Uh, so he had to follow people in, wasn't doing any of the navigating, which is tough for somebody that navigates so well. Uh, I didn't know if the navigation was difficult or not. I just had to sit with everybody because of that. We were all riding really close, making the chances of running into each other, uh, a lot higher. I feel okay, but I think I lost my helmet visor at the beginning of the day. And I don't really know. I think Ross and I just hit each other. It was frustrating. So Tough day for Mason on that, you know, based on that quote and, and again, you know, being able or losing a road book and not having that information ready for you, uh, is absolutely crazy. I mean, you, you can have your cap reader, you can have your distance all you want, but you need to have a road book to follow. So that is very frustrating, especially, especially for somebody that knows how to navigate so well. So bummer for, for Mason, but you know, we'll look at the silver lining. And I think the silver lining is, is that he is going to have a good start position heading into the next, uh, Heading into the next stage, I think it's going to fare well for him. So anyway, with that being said, guys, that is the results as of right now, as of uh, before 7 a.m. on the Pacific Coast. So we will see if there are any changes or anything like that. We'll be happy to report them. Uh, We'll update that in tomorrow's information once that gets into the app. So stay tuned a little bit later today. You guys will get a preview show for the next stage, stage number 10 of the 2023 Dakar rally. So in the meantime, remember it'll make sense when you get there. Enjoy the ride. that is a wrap for the chasing waypoints podcast this week hope you guys enjoyed the show don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard we are available on apple Podcasts, google podcasts and a bunch of others also follow us on social media you can find us on facebook under chasing waypoints instagram chasing waypoints underscore official and of course the youtube under chasing waypoints Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. <laughs>